All right, all right. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, doe? I am Earl, and we are live. This is live. Uh, if you're out there, uh, please, you can make comments. Let me know you're there. Let me know you're watching. Uh, we are live for the Cannabis Connect, the first live live Cannabis Connect, that is. Um, so if you're there, uh, please, you can make comments um, as I go through the presentation today. Um, you are more than welcome uh, to ask questions. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about getting into the cannabis. Uh, this is Cannabis Connect, and we're talking about um, how to complete a cannabis license application. Yes, that's what we're going to talk about today. I am Earl. Um, I am going to be your host today. We are expecting um, a guest, uh, Michael Kamor, the attorney. We know he had court earlier today. He could be fighting the good fight at the moment, uh, but he should be joining us soon. Uh, we can have a question and answer period with the attorney. Uh, any of the information that I do go over, uh, any questions, um, of course, any advice that I give, any information that I give, it's not legal advice, um, but we will. Um, hopefully have the attorney join us as we go through this application. And again, uh, this is a total engagement. This is not a one-way conversation. Uh, please ask questions. Um, say hello. Uh, say what up, though. Let me know where you're listening from. Um, all that jazz. All right. Good afternoon. There we go. We got a good afternoon coming in. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Miss um, G. Miss G, um, I know I butchered your last name last time, and I'm probably um, not going to try it. I'm just going to keep calling, calling you Miss G uh, to keep it going. But welcome, welcome. If you guys are just now joining, you're just now looking, this is the Cannabis Connect. The Cannabis Connect is when we talk cannabis. Um, I am live from the Craft Cannabis Club. The Craft Cannabis Club um, is a private members-only club uh, for like-minded individuals who enjoy a passion for the craft of cannabis, for small batch cannabis. Um, there is a big uh, scenario where people think big cannabis is gonna take over, a lot of mass production is going to take over, a lot of small players are gonna be weeded out of the industry. Uh, it's, please excuse the pun, um, but that's what Craft Cannabis Club is for. It's a members only club uh, for those who do enjoy the, the culture, um, the art, um, and small batch cannabis can kind of come together, network, share resources, um, and information. And that's what this is. This is Cannabis Connect. We're sharing information. Uh, we're sharing resources. And we're going to talk about um, how to get into the retail game, um, into the recreational license market in Michigan. Uh, we are from Detroit, Michigan. We are talking about Michigan. Uh, I know we have different people watching and listening from different states. Um, and maybe some of these things uh, could be related to you down the road, um, or some things are similar, or we may be looking to move in Michigan. But right now, we are going to be talking about getting to the cannabis biz in Michigan. And hopefully, we're going to have our journey coming in. Thank you for all the hearts. Uh, thank you for all the thumbs up. Um, again, any questions, please feel free to join us. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Cannabis Therapy Network, uh, Cannabis Therapy Network as well. Um, and if you're interested in joining the private club, uh, right now it's a waiting list. Um, it is, we'll open up membership a couple times a year. Uh, you can go to our website though, craftcannabisclub.org, craftcannabisclub.org, and actually join the waiting list um, and actually get um, also news and information. So like this event right now is public. We do have private events that's just members only, uh, but this right here is for members and not members. So please feel free. This is us our way of giving back to the community. So any questions as we go through this, um, please let me know. And at some point, we're going to have our attorney join us, Michael Kumar, the one and only. But I'm going to get some things started. Um, if you have any questions, anything you want me to cover before we get into it, uh, please go ahead, jump on, um, ask me questions. Let me know you're there. Thank you, Ms. G, for saying good afternoon. If you're out there, say hello, too. I cannot see you. You can see me. Let me know I'm not uh, alone out there. All right. So today uh, we're going to be talking about how to complete the cannabis license application. Um, so there's different type of applications. We have the 
medical license market, and we also have the recreational uh, license market. So there's a big difference between the two, um, a lot of different uh, requirements um, for the medical side that's not there necessarily for the um, recreational side. So today we're talking more about recreational uh, because it is a lower barrier to entry and a lot of people are looking to get into the recreational side as the medical side may eventually fade away. So this is what we're going to talk about. First thing we're going to talk about is prerequisites. We're going to talk about some of the prerequisites. We're going to talk about some of the application requirements um, to actually um, get involved. Um, so some of the, what's up, Blue Fi? Okay, all right, all right, all right. We got Blue Fi out there. I appreciate that. That's what's up, uh, fellow Sigma brother. You know, same fraternity out there. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the love. That's what's up. Hey, cool, cool, cool. Um, all right. So yeah, but by all means, this is all interactive. Any questions, anything, uh, please let us know. Let me know in the comments, and I will answer them either during the presentation, if it's on point, um, if it's in line with what we're talking about. If not, we can save some of the questions for later. Uh, but just ask any question you want. If it's something that's relevant, I will talk about it. Um, if it's something that I can answer later, I'll save some of those questions for later. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. Let's go. Got a lot to talk about. All right. So some of the prerequisites uh, for getting an application in. So the Michigan Marijuana Regulatory Agency, um, MRA, um, they're the ones that are overseeing uh, the entire application process. They're the agency, just like there's an alcohol board um, or agency. There's also a marijuana agency. Um, so the Michigan Marijuana Regulatory Agency, um, otherwise known, known as MRA, uh, MRA um, they're the ones who you're going to be sitting your application to, and they're going to be the ones reviewing it, going back and forth and giving you that final approval. And it's really uh, two ways uh, that you can actually apply. There's two different scenarios. A, um, you already hold a medical license. You're a new applicant and you hold a medical marijuana license. Um, so again, there's two different markets here. You have a medical marijuana market and you have the recreational um, marijuana market. So those first, um, the first market was the medical, the medical marijuana market where you needed a car to go into the stores, into the dispensaries. Um, that's what that market is. Uh, since um, we passed a recreational market where anyone 21 and up, uh, can carry marijuana, can grow up to 12 plants, uh, can possess, can consume. Uh, but the issue was there's nowhere to get it. Because uh, even when you, when we passed the law, people were going to the medical stores thinking that they're going to be able to obtain cannabis, but it was a no-no. You still had to get a medical card up until Michigan Marijuana Regulatory Agency put licenses and applications in place so that those who had medical licenses could then apply for a recreational license, or you can just apply for a recreational license. So, so it's two scenarios. You're a new applicant. Either you already have a medical marijuana license um, and you are now applying for a rec license, two different licenses. Just because you have a medical marijuana license, whether it's to retail, grow, transport, um, or to or to test, um, a lab, lab test, does not mean that you automatically have a recreational license. You still have to apply for that separate license. So new applicants, either you have a medical marijuana license, then your application will be speeded up. Uh, because you already kind of went through this pre-approval phase, phase, you already have a license. Um, so usually within 60, 90 days, you should be able to get a license for recreational. Granted, if the city opted in, um, that's another thing too. The city does have to opt in um, or actually opt out of recreational marijuana. Um, and we only have like 60 cities or municipalities that actually opted in and almost like 1,400 or so um, opted out. So uh, regardless, um, if you did apply for it, you also got to make sure your city um, also allows it as well. All right. So one way to obtain a license is that if you already hold a license as a medical marijuana um, license holder and you're a new applicant. Now, the other one, like most of us, you may not hold a active medical marijuana license um, underneath the Medical Marijuana Facilities Licensing Act. And you want to apply for a recreational license. There's a catch here. Um, because of that scenario... There is a two-year period where only those who have a medical marijuana license are allowed to apply for recreational licenses. There's about 10 different licenses. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into different licensing types in a minute and the explanation of all those licenses. But you actually had to have um, for two years, uh, starting from no November 1st, 2019 to November 1st, 
2021. So not this November, next November, you had to have a medical marijuana license to even get a recreational license to grow, process, retail, transport, et cetera. Um, with the exception of six different licenses. And we're gonna talk about those six. Um, so those six right now, that is a class A grower, and I'm gonna get into detail to what all these mean, but a class A grower, um, a marijuana micro business, a designated consumption um, establishment, a marijuana event organizer, um, a temporary marijuana event, um, like uh, say you got a hash bash or say you have, um, well, what's the place that goes to the Russell? Um, uh, man, uh, it's a big one, High Times. Yeah, the High Times event is over there or the Canacon. Um, if people are consuming or purchasing cannabis, there's a marijuana uh, temporary event license. Again, I'm gonna go in more detail to what these are. Um, but these are the only six. If you do not have a medical marijuana license, there's only six license types that you are eligible to apply for during this two-year period, um, which is the expired November 2021. Um, so right now, this is August. Um, so you in 2020, you are not allowed to apply for any license but these six. Um, and the other one is a marijuana safety compliance license as well. So um, I'm going to get into the other different 10 types of licenses. But if that makes sense, again, if you have any questions, anything, I know I'm talking, it kind of makes sense to me. It could be a lot of information for you taking in. By all means, ask any question, um, and I'm here to answer your questions. And again, right now we're talking about how to apply for a recreational marijuana license. Um, and there's two ways. Either you are someone who already holds a medical marijuana license, or you don't. And if you don't, there's only six licensing types, and these are the types right here. Class A grower micro business, designated consumption establishment. What that is, um, I'm gonna get into more of that, but that's a place where you actually consume. Um, a marijuana event organizer, a temporary marijuana event, uh, so you got a little pop-up, um, or a marijuana safety compliance facility. So those are the six licenses. If you do not hold a medical marijuana license, these are only two um, that you're allowed to apply. Now, it doesn't mean you cannot apply. Um, when you apply, uh, there is a two-step process. Um, there's a $6,000 application fee, and there's usually two steps um, or two parts. Part one is you get in pre-qualified for yourself or the entity or the company. Um, so the entity itself goes through a background check, goes through a financial check, um, and submits different documentations to get pre-qualified. Um, and then you submit a $6,000 application fee that's non-refundable. That $6,000 is gone. Um, whether you approved or denied, that is it. Um, so when you apply, um, you first want to apply as a entity or as an individual and then get yourself pre-approved. And then part two is you actually get the facility approved, um, whether that is the micro business or the temporary uh, temporary event. Um, and usually that's used now submitting uh, plans for the actual facility, um, your your uh not construction plans, but your architectural plans, your safety plans, your security plans, all that jazz is really in part two. Um, but part one is actually you applying and getting your entity um, as itself or you as an individual pre-approved. Uh, it's almost like um, getting a mortgage. Um, you can get pre-approved for a mortgage. Um, and then when you actually do find that home, um, then you got to go through and get your final approval, which there is a appraisals and inspections and all that jazz for the mortgage. So it's kind of like that. So it's a two-step. You can get pre-approved as an individual or entity, um, which is a $6,000 application fee. And then you get your facility approved. And then there's a license fee uh, once you go through those steps as well. So again, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to join in. Let me know. I'm totally interactive. If this is helpful, shoot, give me a freaking thumbs up. If it's not, I can stop. I'll go smoke, cost, do something else. Uh, but if you like it, let me know in the comments. I appreciate it. That's what's up. All right. Um, so there's also, I, I mentioned there's a $6,000 application fee. Now there's discounts. There's discounts um, to the application fee. So if you are a caregiver um, in Michigan um, in between uh, 2008 um, up until 2018, a two-year period, you get a 10% discount. So you get, you know, 600 bucks off. So 5,400 bucks. Um, so that's one discount. There's another discount as well um, for those who qualify for 
social equity. So there's a social equity program. The social equity program is really giving you discounts on the application and also the final license fee. Um, and the final license fee, we'll talk about that when I get into the 10 different types of licenses. Um, but you do get a discount um, if you qualify. And these are the things that you can actually qualify for. So if you live in a residence in a, in a community that's been disproportionately affected uh, by the war on drugs, um, we hopefully all may understand by now that the war on drugs was never really intended to, to stop the drugs. It was really more intended to oppress certain types of people. Um, and at that time, of course, black, brown, um, and low-income people, it was there to oppress them. Um, and there was things made up, um, lies told about cannabis um, that destroyed people's neighborhoods, uh, that stripped people's families. Um, so now, as a way of trying to make amends of that fuck up, um, excuse me, PG-13, um, they're trying to have social equity giving those who have been you know, pretty much uh, beaten up over this whole war on drugs, a war on marijuana in this particular um, scenario, um, giving them kind of some discounts, um, which, you know, we could talk about cons if it's really working or not in a whole nother scenario. But right now, I'm just trying to talk to you about how to apply for recreational license um, and some of the discounts you get on your application. So, but if you live in areas such as like Detroit, um, um, I believe any, a lot of places like Wayne County, Flint, um, Hazel Park, uh, uh, I think Highland Park. Uh, there's a list on the website. Um, you, again, you can go to our blog at Craft Cannabis. I'm sorry, at the Cannabis Therapy Network.org. Cannabis Therapy Network.org. We're going to have a blog up by tomorrow. Um, and we're also going to be able to share our slides. Uh, but the Michigan, and that has our notes. So the Michigan website actually has different cities that do qualify, but you get 25%. Um, you get 25% fee uh, reduction if you do live in these areas. Um, so if you're a caregiver, that's 10%. If you lived in an area for more than two years that's been disproportionately affected by um, this jacked up war on drugs, um, then uh, or war on weed, which is never about weed because weed is not as harmless as even peanut butter. Uh, but nevertheless, um, you get a discount on your application, 25%. Another one is if, you, if you've been convicted uh, for a marijuana-related offense. So if you've been convicted for an offense, a misdemeanor or felony um, over a plant, um, then they're giving you a discount as well. If you had a misdemeanor, such as possession, um, then you get 25% off. So that's, uh, you know, 25% uh, plus another 25% uh, plus 10%, it's like 60% off. Um, if you have a felony, such as you have possession with intent to deliver, um, usually, you know, if you got pulled over, you had it in a certain bag, it's not just possession, um, or if you had a scale on you, um, they use prosecute you with attempt to deliver as well. Um, so they're giving you uh, reductions on that. Um, I mean, that's cool. Uh, again, we could talk about a social equity program of how well it's, it's working or not working. But a lot of times, um, a lot of these offenses are not just marijuana related as well. Um, you may have got pulled over because of the smell of marijuana, or they may have came to your house because of the smell, but the in charge could have been something different. It could have been a gun charge. Um, maybe you had you know, possession of Drugs and guns. So now you had, you you dropped the drug charge and you took a plea to a gun charge. So it doesn't really address that scenario. Uh, but for right now, I just want to let you guys know there are some discounts on the application uh, that you sh you should take advantage of if you do qualify. So that's six thousand. Uh, I can almost now it's like fifteen hundred, uh, which is you know that's a good four five hundred bucks in your pocket. So there you go. Um, another thing too. Uh, for your application, you want to decide if you're going to apply as an entity or an, in, or an individual um, entity, such as a corporation, an LLC, um, et cetera, um, um, or S Corp, C Corp, or an individual, which is you yourself. Um, again, I'm not an attorney. I'm not going to give you any advice that I give you. It's not legal advice. Um, but I want to say most of the people, 99% of applications are in the form of an entity. So, you know, it's nothing to, for you to form an LLC entity um, with Laura, um, the licensing and regulation authority with Michigan. Like the, you know, if you pay an attorney or something like that to do it, maybe 150, 200 bucks, maybe 250, uh, legal Zoom, um, or you can do it yourself. You go straight to the website. It's like 50 bucks to apply for the LLC. Um, you can get an answer back even nowadays within a week. Um, and then you have a corporation that can protect you um, or down the road if you're looking to sell the business as well. So. Uh, you want to get the corporation, um, in my opinion, set up or the uh, limited liability company is a popular 
way to form it. Um, but you want to decide if you're going to apply as an entity or if you're going to apply as an individual. Um, if you want my two cents, um, I will say just pay, you know, a hundred bucks or so, get an entity, and then you yourself will be a member of the entity. Okay, uh, you yourself will be a member of the entity. Then you can have more people on, on the entity later. Um, so you get other partners, other investors. Um, it'll save you a lot of headache because uh, once you get your application in and you get approved it as an individual, then you want to switch it to an entity. Again, it's just a lot more more work. So you kind of want to look, have some forethought, some forbearance down the road of what you're trying to do. Um, so I highly recommend it. if you are applying, um, do it as an entity. Um, again, you guys are watching Cannabis Connect. Um, or even listening, if you listen to the podcast, um, Cannabis Connect, and we are talking about um, how to get a cannabis, how to get a recreational license, um, recreational license, uh, different from the medical marijuana license, and we're talking about some of the prerequisites and some application requirements um, to even do it. So if you do apply as a sole proprietor or entity, um, there's a lot of instructions. Um, there's a list of documents to apply um, for. It's not just like you get your articles. Um, and you apply like name, email, phone number, pay $6,000, and then that's it. Um, it's a little bit more than that. Um, you're going to be asked to indicate what type of license you're even applying for. Um, such again, now we're going to go over the, the 10 different types of licenses in a few. Um, but I mentioned earlier, you only really have only six different options right now, up until 2021. There is some talks um, that they may speed that up a year early to where this November, You'll be able to open up and apply for almost all 10 licenses. But right now, you can only apply for six. And um, I'll talk about those six later. We're going to go over some of them more uh, later. But when you're applying, you decide which one you do. You just can't apply. It's like, ah, you know, I'm just applying. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. You have to decide. Are you going to do a micro business? Um, are you going to do a temporary event? Um, and each one's a different application. If you want to do um, more than one, if you're a micro business, you can't hold any other licenses really, but just a micro business license. So those things you want to put into consideration as well. A temporary event, a, a designated consumption uh, license. If you do these, you also want to make sure where you're doing them at. Um, the city that you're looking at actually has uh, um, some type of ordinance in place for that. Again, only 60 out of 14, um, out of almost 15 out of 15 different municipalities, only like 60 of them have opted in. And now they haven't opted in for all licensing types. Some only opted in for just transportation or just labs or just grows or just retail. Some haven't even talked about micro business or, uh, or consumption lounges yet, or even temporary events. So before you do the application though, you want to actually know um, what type of type um, that you're going to be applying for. Um, again, it's totally inactive. If you got anything, anything, any questions, please let me know. I am here. Uh, I am Earl and let me know who you are too. That's what's up. Um, and if this making sense, you like it, thumbs up, don't. Uh, keep it to yourself. All right. Uh, second part of license includes um, actually paying for the fee. So well, let me back up for a second. When I talk about these documents, right, um, the documents, some of the documents you're going to be needed in this application process is just different. They call them attestations. Some attestations that gives you clearance for your background check, um, gives you clearance for your uh, financial check, um, your bank accounts. Um, they're going to go through your bank accounts, if it's a business account, and your personal account, and your spouse. Um, so it's not just you. Is you and your spouse. Um, so if you're married, um, regardless if your spouse is involved or not, they still want to know. They're peeling back the onion. They want to know um, who that is, and, that, and that's for to avoid, you know, people. You know, let me put a strip club in their girlfriend's name or their mom's name or their wife's name, and then you know they're the ones actually running it. Here, they're really paying attention to that, peeling back the onion per se. Want to know everybody's involved. So even your investors. Um, it is not just the investor; it's the investor and their spouse. Um, I believe they raised the percentage now. It was like if you had a five percent or more stake in a company, it's you as an investor, it's you and your spouse. Um, I believe they may be raising that to ten uh, percent, but nevertheless, um, anybody who has a stake in the company, it's you and your spouse. And attestations you have to fill out um, that gives them permission to look into them as well. Um, and then you also going to have to have like a social equity plan in place, a business plan in place. Um, so these are different documents. Upon this is just the application um, that you will need to submit. Um, to even get to pay the license fee. Is it like you can have a have as application and then go pay the fee? No, you got to, nor you can get through the steps. Everything has to be completed before they even take your $6,000. So some things to, you know, you can go to the website. Um, again, we're going to give you um, our show notes. You can go to uh, canvastherapynetwork.org um, and be able to see our notes. Um, and, and you can also email us um, at craftcannabisinfo uh, at craftcannabisclub.org. 
info at craftcannabisclub.org. And we can even send you them via email or notes. But on the website, uh, they do list a list of documents that you would need as a prerequisite for your application. So um, you definitely want to pay attention to that. Um, and then the second part, yeah, once you get through all that, that um, you pay your application fee. Uh, um, and then once your application, once you are pre-qualified, then the second part is you actually submitting the application for the license um, for the actual facility. So if you apply as a micro business, they're going to look for you as an individual or entity first to run in a micro business. And then you're going to need to be able to submit the actual micro business um, um, through the city plans. If you opted in the business plan for that um, security plan, th different things as well. So, again, there's two parts here. So almost like getting a mortgage, you can get pre-approved for a loan, but then when you find your property, there's more things that actually get that mortgage finally approved. Right now, um, a lot of us are trying to get pre-approved um, and then get in in position to take advantage uh, when more licensing types come up. All right, cool. Uh, oh, sounds like a lot of work. It's better to pay agency instead of handle this. Oh, oh is it? That's a question, not a statement. Um, sounds like a lot of work. It's better to pay agency instead to handle this um well if you want my two cents um i would say yes um you can go through this uh and and again it's 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 a very serious application it's almost i mean yeah it's almost playing for like a liquor license and and you know it's not like you know you're applying um to you know get some shoes i guess uh or or a job this is this is um even that serious but yeah i, I recommend agency um there are some agencies that have went through, or even attorneys um, um, that have got other people approved. And if they have got people through, they kind of went through the ringer, per se, they can help save you some time. Of course, that costs money, um, but it may be worth the investment um, for them to help you get all the ducks in a row. Um, again, yeah, it's, it's I'm not trying to, you know, over, you know, to scare you guys or, or but letting you know this is not, you know, just you going in, hey, I want to open up a, you know, Stop, boom, here you go. So yeah, I would recommend going through an agency. Um, Kamoran Law um, is someone that I recommend uh, Kamoran Law. He may be popping up on here later for a like Q&A as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but yes, um, it is a two-step process. It's a lot for one person to just do on their own. Unless you have a background of being a CPA, maybe you know you were an attorney um, and you have experience handling such documentation um, and applications. But other than that, I definitely would uh, recommend uh, someone's to help you out with that. All right. We're going to talk about um, which application type is best for you. Um, again, I talked about um, what are what is some of the prerequisites. Uh, prerequisites, that sounds like Roger Wabbit. Roger Wabbit, Twixer for kids, uh, whatever it is. Um, so we talked about some of the prerequisites uh, to getting um, an application in. Um, now we're going to talk about the different license types. Uh, which one is best for you? Uh, again, there's 10 different uh, types. Um, no matter what type it is, the app fee is $6,000. The license fee um, does change, but the app fee stays the same, no matter what type you're applying for, whether it's, uh, you know, you want to do 2,000 plants or 100 plants, it's $6,000 application fee. Um, and then you can go on um, and pick which one you want to go. So I'm going to go over all 10 different license types. And again, I'm going to keep reiterating, there's only six right now. As of today, you're allowed to um, apply for for um, if you do not have a medical marijuana license already. And they did that um, because people who went through the medical marijuana process um, had to spend a lot of money doing that. Um, there's a lot of hurdles to do that. Um, not saying that's a good or bad thing, uh, but they wanted to give them a leg up um, to, I guess, earn some of the return on the investment. Um, and then now, um, after two years, they will open it up for other people um, to be able to apply with the exception of six different licenses. So one of them falls under license type number one, um, which is a marijuana growers license. Um, so a marijuana growers license type, there's three different types. Uh, and the medical side is three different types too, uh, but a class A, class B, class C, which is in medical, is not the same that it is in recreational. So you got to pay attention to that. Uh, right now I'm not getting into medical, I'm just talking about recreational, um, but it's three different classes for grow licenses. You got um, class A, which is 100 plants, class B, which is 500 plants, and you got class C, um, which is 2,000 plants. Um, the one that you can apply for right now, if you do not have a medical marijuana license, it's only class A, um, so you can do 100 plants. Um, if you did the application, uh, application fee of six grand, um, if you go through all that scenario, 
your final license fee will be four thousand. Okay, so looking at ten thousand just in fees plus again um, time and money getting the whole application together. Um, and if you got any questions, please let me know. Um, I'm here answers any questions. But hopefully this and, and this is helpful. Let me know. Um, uh, we definitely want to do more of these. Um, I want to make sure I'm giving out good information and it makes sense. Um, I've already heard this before. Hey, but all right, cool. So you get um, 5,000 or 500, 500 plants, 2,000 plants, 100 plants. The 100 plant class A is um, if you're familiar with the Caregiver um, Act of Michigan, we are allowed to grow up to 72 plants. Um, so it's kind of like a stepping stone from going from 72 plants, you know, 12 for each patient underneath you, 12 times 5 is 60, plus yourself, that's 12. Uh, 60 plus 12 is 72. Um, so that's the medical caregiver side. That's a license type. And to kind of go from a caregiver market up into a recreational market, the stepping stone they put there was a class A license, which was going from 72 to 100 um, to kind of get your foot in the door um, for that scenario. Um, so that's that right there. Our right, second license type is a marijuana uh, micro business. Um, so you have a micro business. Um, if you went through and did the application fee of 6000 and then you apply for uh, a micro-business license, it's going to be an $8,000 um, license fee. And these are annual fees as well, um, just so you know. Um, so the app is there, and the, the license fee is the annual fee. Um, the difference with this micro-business license, other than 100 plant grow, because you're just growing, and when you grow, um, you can't just give it to anybody. You can't give it to your neighbor or your friend. Um, you, it, it has to stay within the license market. Um, so if you grow in as a, underneath a recreational license, you can only give it to a licensed processor who can make it to edibles or concentrates, um, et cetera, or a licensed retail store. Um, um, so, but you just can't get it. Had, it's a closed loop system. Everything's tracked from seed to sell. Um, so if you are growing, you are growing for the licensed market. I can't go outside the market. Uh, you end up losing your license. And if you did all this work, you probably don't want to do that. Um, so a micro, uh, so a micro business license again, six thousand, so um, or six thousand ad fee, eight thousand, but you can grow one hundred fifty plants. And as a micro business, uh, you can grow your own cannabis, you can process your own cannabis, and you can retail your own cannabis. Um, so when I process, I talked about making edibles or concentrates um, or turning it to you know pre rolls. You're just processing it to to making different products. There's a different license for that. Um, so you can grow it. You can process it and you can retail. A popular term for that is being vertically integrated. Um, it's very similar. Uh, people say like um, like a microbrewery, uh, where you go where people are brewing their own beer, processing their beer, making different flavors, and they're also able to sell their own beer. Um, this is also a good type. Um, this is actually one of the six. Class A was one of them. Micro business is the second one that you are allowed to apply for um, right now. Um, so 150 plants, uh, but you're not allowed to sell their product to other licensed establishments. So meaning you're growing, you're processing, you're retailing um, only. You can't grow it and then sell it to another grower or another licensed retailer or processor. You're almost, I mean, I like the analogy of like a cider mill uh, or a winery, um, but you can only sell it on your vineyard, okay? Um, so that's what this micro business is. Um, I like it, 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 it gives a good play um, for a lot of small, Craft Grows, um, Craft Cannabis Club, we're all about small batch, uh, we're all about the culture, all about the art um, of cannabis. Um, and this could be a very um, nice little different artisanal places all around Michigan. It'd be cool, kind of just travel. I'm like, you're going up north of different wineries, different breweries, um, this could be something like that, um, to where you know, different micro businesses all within Detroit, different micro businesses um, up north, different cities. Um, it'd be very cool. And, and everyone has something, I mean, it's over thousands, thousands of different types of Cannabis, so no one can always want to be growing the same way. And different people making different um, edibles, different products. So it could be a really good thing uh, for small businesses, and it doesn't have to be this big um, conglomerate mega business industry only. Um, it can be made up by those who actually started this industry, people who pioneered this industry um, in a small way, and it's a good way for us to carve our market. We can all coexist. Um, of course, there's a big ocean. So many big wells and sharks out there, um, but little Nemo's find our way as well around this coral reef. So that's what it is. Um, so micro business is a good option as well. Um, any questions on that? Let me know. Uh, but again, you also got to be talented in three different things. You got to be talented on how to grow. You have to be talented and skilled on how to process, and talented and skilled how to retail. So if you just did a grow, you just focusing on grow. If you just did retail, you focusing on retail. If you just did processing, you just focusing on processing. So something to keep in mind: um, you have to be able to understand those 
three different aspects of a business. Um, so that's a micro business license as well. And then um, you have your processor license. So if you are um, an individual processor, it's a $40,000 license fee. Uh, so $6,000 for the app, whatever you paid attorneys, accountants to get all your stuff in order, plus $40,000 um, to get your processor license. Um, and that's for making concentrates um, or extract cannabis. Um, of course, of course, your equipment, your building, all that stuff comes in place. Well, um, but if you're making um, even edibles or if you're making caramels, you're making brownies, um, brownies. Um, if you guys didn't know, there's a case, famous case, uh, Carruthers case, uh, Browning case. Uh, that was me. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you're making that stuff, processing uh, crystals, um, yeah, all that stuff is a processing license. Um, even trimming, um, you can have a process like I believe you can just start like a trim company. But you know, you're processing the cannabis from a grower. Um, and you are the one turning it into a certain product, um, whether it's just product, uh, uh, lotions, uh, um, honey, um, whatever it is, different products, you need a process license for that. And it's a $40,000 fee. This is not one of the application licenses that are available now, um, unless you have a medical marijuana license. So if you're a medical marijuana processor, you can kind of convert over to a recreational processor. It's a different application fee and a different license fee. Uh, so you can have two different licenses. So that's the third one. Uh, the fourth one um, is a marijuana retail license. Um, so you're just looking at to have a retail store. Um, is a $25,000 uh, retail license fee on top of $6,000 application fee. Uh, this allows you to open up storefronts and purchase and sell marijuana. So you're the one getting it from growers. You're the one getting it from uh, processors. And of course, there's also a safety compliance company in the middle of all that. Um, there's really five parts there. You got a grower. Um, uh, you got your processor, and of course you got a retailer. But to get it from one, one place to another, you got to also have a licensed transportation company or a license. And then to even get it to a retail store, you have to pass lab testing. So there's also safety compliance. So it's a five-tier uh, system. Um, it's really like a closed-loop system. So, um, so you got the retail license. Uh, so just again, this is the retail license is not something that is eligible right now unless you have a medical marijuana license. So unless you have a medical marijuana license. Um, uh, you're not allowed to apply for one of these licenses up until November 2021, um, which they are in talks of lifting it up a year early. Um, but again, it's on talk. Um, uh, marijuana safety compliance facilities. This is the uh, for labs. So you're the ones testing, um, testing for contaminants, testing for things for mold, uh, testing for THC levels, all that jazz. Um, so that's and that's a 25. So to get a lab, six thousand um, dollars application fee, and a twenty-five thousand. Um, for the license fee. Um, and then number six is a transportation company. I mentioned it is a five-tier license system, very similar to the medical marijuana market. There's a five-tier system as well. Uh, same thing here. Um, you got a grower, uh, you got a transportation company to take it from point A to point B. Um, and then uh, such as if you're a grower, you're taking it to uh, the test facility, transportation company. You're taking it to the processing company, transportation company. Uh, yes, there's costs and there's fees with that. Um, but that is the name of the game right now. Um, so that's what it is. That's what it is. All right. Um, and if you want to do a transportation company, security, I mean, there's different, uh, allows you, you know, security, um, armed guards, stuff like that. Um, yeah, armed guards carrying marijuana from one place to another. Um, yeah, I'm going to get to that right now. But yeah, it's a plan. Um, going on, uh, we have designated consumption licenses. Uh, this is uh, another license that is. So I'll try Transportation company is not um, one of the one of the six that you can apply for. You don't have a medical marijuana license. Same with the safety compliance. Um, but a designated consumption license is. Um, these are like restaurants or lounges. Um, if you want to have a designated area where people can consume, um, I mean, it's a big problem where there's not a lot of places you can consume cannabis other than you know hit, ride in your car uh, like you're in high school or something. Just going somewhere, you got to smoke and make sure the smell isn't there no more. If you're going from point A to point B. Um, going in your garage to smoke, or if you're in a hotel, maybe going to the bathroom, flushing down the toilet. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. Um, we should we should move on from that. Um, and there should be places just like you can go to a bar, um, to consume or these hookah lounges and consume hookah. There's gonna be places where you could consume cannabis. Um, there are none yet. Um, uh, but there is a but it is a license type that you can apply for. Um, there are none. Um, I know there are some cities uh, that should be opted in and some licenses going through the process right now. Um, but these licensed designated consumption um, establishments is a thousand dollars fee. Um, and then again, you got to make sure that you have uh, the location permitted by the 
municipality. So not every city allows this. So you can apply for a license um, as a entity, uh, but then yeah, and find that location. But there are going to be more people, hopefully, as they realize guys not falling. Uh, people are not eating each other's kids um, in The Walking Dead. Zombies are not around because people are smoking weed. It was a lie, grief for madness. Again, war on weed was never intended um, to save people from harm. It was intended to oppress certain groups of people or not. Um, this is not a sob story. It's just facts and it's truth. And we need to face it, deal with it, um, and move on. Uh, but we can't move on unless we face the truth of what happened and what is. Um, but here we go. All right. Uh, marijuana event organized license, um, that's number eight. Um, and this allows you to do events. You know, you could do uh, maybe a sushi and doobie event um, at a restaurant, something like that. Or um, you got the high time events, or maybe, you know, you're doing an event where you know, all micro businesses can maybe kind of advertise and show their thing off. Kind of go to like one of these, um, go to one of these wine tastings at like Eastern Market, something like that, where you can go and you can see a farmer's market. You can have an event like that or different growers kind of show their stuff. Now, some of them may not be able to sell anything. Um, I believe only retail, licensed retail stores are even allowed to sell at your event. Um, not the growers or processors, but they can market at your event. Um, but then you have to get retailers uh, to be able to sell at your event. But, you know, you're playing some music, whatever it is, um, little jazz nights. Um, so you could be you know, getting into the event game, um, which is, is huge. Um, so if you don't have the funds in, uh, uh, to necessarily pay for the attorneys or or, or the buildings, um, getting something up to up to par. Um, maybe you can just do a temporary event um, and go from there. So, oh, that's your mind. All right. Um, I know it says eight. Um, there again, there's different grow types there. Uh, class A, Class B, Class C. Um, so those are considered um, those are considered actually uh, different license types. So that makes it ten. I'm not bad at math, don't think that, uh, but I'll show you here, but there are three different growth types, uh, different tiers, so that's that right there. So, all right, I hope you know, that made sense. Um, trying to keep this uh, under you know 50 minutes or so, uh, but we're about 42 right now. And right now, if you have any questions or anything like that, uh, please let me know. Um, if you liked it, um, any comments, any suggestions, all that jazz, if you didn't like it, keep it to yourself um it's a lot of work i'm joking uh so the next bit yeah all right so that's getting to the cannabis um please uh check out uh you can go to kamoran law um he's if you have any questions um about license type you want to kind of ask an attorney for this as well um go to kamoran law uh he has a youtube um right there uh kamoran law youtube channel uh they do talk about it at plant green trees they do talk about uh different things about the law um i like them i support them um, also go to our website, Cannabis Therapy Network. Uh, Cannabis Therapy Network is just that. It's a network of those who view cannabis as therapy. Um, it's not just looking at cannabis as necessarily, you know, medical. I get it. You know, people think that, you know, it's good. It is good. It helps on the medical side, but I don't have to have a serious debilitating condition in order for me to smoke this guy given plant or to partake in it. Um, to us, it's not really me uh, just medical. It's not even just recreational. Uh, I don't like the term recreate. Recreational is like you're playing like pickup joint basketball. Um, but it's like, but it's, it's it's just therapeutic. I mean, just as therapeutic, you listen to um, or, or um, aromas. Um, there's different flowers, different aromas. Um, there's music therapy, and sex therapy, physical therapy, um, and there's cannabis therapy. So um, that's what Cannabis Therapy Network is about. It's about viewing cannabis as therapy, and hopefully that will make changes to make cannabis normal again. Um, going back to where it was um, in the beginning and not like it was starting of the war on drugs. So uh, you go to campustherapynetwork.org. We got different resources. Um, the goal for Campus Therapy Network is to be um, your resourceful place for news, resources, and education. Um, and we can vet a lot of There's a lot of misinformation out there, a lot of woo-woo. Uh, so we hope to kind of get a lot of woo-woo out of the way um, so that you uh, can get this real um, vetted information about cannabis as therapy. Uh, no hidden angles. No one's trying to manipulate you or persuade you. There's no fear tactics. Um, and if there's something wrong with cannabis, we'll talk about it. Um, if there's issues, we issues. It's just speaking of it as it is, um, that's the Cannabis Therapy Network. And within that network is a Craft Cannabis Club. Uh, the Craft Cannabis Club, um, again, we believe that there is a community out there of like-minded people 
who do enjoy um, the art and the craft of cannabis and want to preserve the art, the culture um, of cannabis um, and the history of cannabis. Um, and to do that, we bring these people together um, virtually as of now because of COVID, um, but also physically bringing people together to share news, share resources, um, have different events, to be around like-minded adults um, that do enjoy the craft of cannabis to make sure that we have a place in this industry. Um, we, as in small um, entrepreneurs, as in small batches, uh, small business, um, true small business. Um, and it should be a place you shouldn't just have to, you know, there's a room for Budweiser's, but there's also room for craft breweries as well. So they can have their Budweiser thing and there's also room for this. So that's a craft, you can join, it's a private club, members only. Uh, we do have a waiting list. We only open up membership uh, once or twice a year. Uh, you can get on the waiting list um, and you can also subscribe to news and alerts. Um, and we have more events like this, just not just for members. We have members and non-member events. Um, if you join the wait list um, and if you subscribe to news and alerts, you'll be um, staying in the loop for those events. Uh, that's for non-members as well. Um, but for the most part, it's a members only club. And to join the community, it's a wait list. And uh, we do that. You know, we want, you know, real people. We want, you know, rams, not bams. You know, uh, rams, uh, I call them, um, well, real ass mofos. You know, we want real ass mofos in the club. No hating, um, none of that um, spitefulness, none of like that all. No, no matter what your economic background is, you know, no matter what your racial background is, whatever it is, um, we all get along and we are united with the craft of cannabis. Uh, those are rams. We only want real ass mofos. And BAMs, uh, we don't want you here. Uh, those are bitch ass mofos. So, yeah, uh, no BAMs, nothing but rams. Uh, that's Craft Cannabis Club. Um, you can also check out more education um, at our Cannabis Therapy Podcast. Right there, uh, we are on Spotify. Uh, we've been on YouTube for a minute. Uh, we're just now getting on a lot of past episodes on Spotify. Um, so yeah, we we do more. We, we talk about news, education, all about cannabis um, as therapy. Uh, talk about the science, the business, the history, um, and all that jazz at the Cannabis Therapy Podcast. You can check that out on YouTube. Um, subscribe, 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 share it, all that jazz, and also Spotify. Um, so yeah, um, that's how you guys are able to stay in touch with us. Uh, we will have more Cannabis Connects. Our, our goal is to do one every third Wednesday of the month. Um, every third Wednesday of the month. Um, again, this is a non-member and member uh, program. Uh, so if you guys like it, um, cool. Any other questions as we are uh, going to be rolling out? Anybody, any questions? We, we good? You guys enjoy it? Anybody out there? Man, I was in the zone for like 40 minutes. Uh, all right, cool. Well, thank you guys for watching. I know some of you guys are probably still working, got jobs, all that jazz. Um, the recordings will be up there so you guys will be able to see it. Um, cool. Uh, thank you. SR Media. I appreciate that. Um, good stuff. All right, everybody. Um, hope you guys learned something uh, very well. Um, hello to you as well. Hello to you as well. See, I can't really, uh, can't really see your name there, though, because. Uh, um, you can sign in. It just says, uh, but Miss G, thank you for listening. Uh, Robert T. Wells, like that. What does the T stand for? Theodore. Robert T. Wells. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, LaShawn, thank you, Sean. I appreciate that. Um, Nick Miller, I appreciate that. That's good love. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so hopefully, um, if you guys are looking to get into the canvas industry, um, you know, this is, uh, giving you guys some good information um, to, you know, chew on. Um, it's not going to be easy road, but, you know, again, we want um, all of us to be able to participate, uh, participate, huh. not even word, participate um, in this scenario. What up, Earl? What up? What up, though? Can't see your name, though. It just says uh, Facebook user. Um, so it's staticky. It's staticky. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know what that means, but appreciate that. Good look. Uh, right. Yeah, so that's how we guys, you know, any questions, anything, that's how you get into business. Um, worst comes worst, uh, get your license, get things uh, pre-qualified, um, and then, you know, be ready for it when things become federally legal and be in position um, to maybe um, get bought out. Um, and that's why, you know, we are advocates of social equity because, you know, uh, you know, I'm going a little soapbox, man. I know that's, that's why, you know, we should be doing social equity because, uh, 
you know, it's been a long time people have been oppressed um, by this plant. Um, people, you know, have been shunned. Um, there's this big stereotype. Um, you've been uh, denied jobs. You've been denied access to capital. Um, there's a big mass incarceration movement um, that dismantled families. I mean, seriously, there's someone in jail right now um, serving a life sentence for selling three pounds. Um, selling three pounds, he served 60 years already. Um, and he sold three pounds. People are selling three pounds an hour right now, an hour. And someone's sitting in jail right now. That's not cool. So yeah, I, I think social equity and, and, and there should be ways for us to participate in this business where a lot of barriers are removed. Thank you for giving us discounts on application fees. But at the end of the day, you need access to capital. Um, you know, access is, is very, it's very over, overwhelming. Um, someone asks, is should I hire an agency? Hell yeah, but that takes money. You're talking about 15 grand, maybe if you know the person to even just get the application in. But I mean, it's it, it, you're looking at, you know, six thousand for the application. You're looking at eight to fifteen thousand for a license fee. You know, you're already at about, um, say, twenty thousand dollars just in those fees. And you're looking at another twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five thousand just in um, professional fees. So you need around seventy-five grand just to even get your foot in the door. And if you've been disproportionately affected by a war on drugs, where the hell are you getting it from? And then how you go through a criminal background check and a, and a financial check? Yeah, yeah, not all the things have been. Had enough this whole time. So, so hopefully, you know, um, that's what the club is again is for is to get people together. The Craft Canvas Club, um, those who support to kind of get people together and get, and actually get unified and stop being divided. Uh, so we can do some things and make a mark um, in this industry. So, um, yeah, on the little box. Yeah, all good. Um, all right, everybody, I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, please stay tuned. We got more things up and coming. Um, I do believe. Um, we got, we got, got cannabis next that month. Uh, we got podcasts coming up. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully when COVID's over, you guys are more welcome to come to the Craft Cannabis Club and enjoy um, some like-minded people and some good events. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for participating. I appreciate it. Much love. And until next time. All right, y'all.